All right, so you know that we uh, cover internet and technology on our Saturday shows here on Chewing the Fat uh, quite a bit, and AI and where we're headed and what's happening to your privacy. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about uh, facial recognition. You know, years ago, we they this has been coming on now for... F- 15, 16, maybe even 20 years. Uh, I remember uh, living in Tampa when they tried to bring the facial recognition to Ybor City during the Super Bowl and they wanted to talk they talked us into doing this and how they were going to catch criminals but they didn't have any database to fall back on so they weren't finding any really faces and it took forever because it was searching and searching and searching and by the time it ended its search if anything was found, that person is long gone. Well, Tom Cooley, a, uh, an attorney here in uh, Dallas-Fort Worth, a cybersecurity attorney, technology attorney uh, from Sheaf and Stone, uh, has been dealing with this for that much time and longer, That's really, true. right, Tom? That's true. Um, now, the facial recognition that we have today works better uh, for multiple reasons, but it uh, again, it's the the databases that they didn't have in the past. So, I, arguably, yes, that's part of it. Yes. Right. So now we have a bigger database because we've all given up our rights pretty much on our phone, saying, "Yes, I just want to take a picture. If you want access to my pictures, fine. You can have access to my pictures, but." We weren't thinking that they were going to use those against us. And well, now does it seem that they are or are they going to? I well, mean, I, I realize it's all for our safety. Oh, yes, absolutely. It's for our safety. Now, it's, it's a really, really great point. And it's a very layered question when you think about it. Because uh, one, just to set the foundation for the audience here is when we're dealing about facial recognition, it's not just talking facial analysis, which is just being able for a computer system to be able to see a face and know, hey, that's a face. Facial recognition right. takes it that extra step and then maps that's that. That's the face of that's who it Correct. is. Correct. That's who it is. Yeah. Exactly. And nowadays, you know, you can go to any quarter in Dallas or Fort Worth, New York City, L.A., and you're going to see a camera. Yeah, okay. You might, I mean, we've, we've we, reconciled to the fact that wherever we, we go, we're on camera. And oddly enough, the law for many, many years now has reconciled itself to say, hey, your, your fingerprint, your face, you're presenting that out to the world. So your face is your identifier. So I don't necessarily have a right to privacy in my face itself because it identifies me where the issue is is how those are being used in the database and otherwise i mean think about it this way we all worry about our phones being able to track or our use in the internet and them tracking where we've gone through cookie files etc well i've got i've got a gps built into me without any technology itself it's my face now and if you're able to go from camera to camera you're now being able to track my movements over a period of time i don't think the law ever ever contemplated so that's that's really where we're going. And that's that's my fear. It's not so much just like if you remember the scene of Minority Report with Tom Cruise and he walks into this. I think it was the gap and automatically it scanned his face as this other face that he was wearing yeah. and become. And he's getting targeted with all of these ads and everything right. like that. It's more than that database targeting. Well, it has some issues, too, in creating yes, these databases. Does. Absolutely. And that, I mean, that, that's what we're after Zuckerberg for. And yes. we're after all of that for. Yes. I mean, he, we, there's another big article today where he was, you know, they're worried about him uh, selling our stuff for but we've given the rights to him why wouldn't he i mean i i'm not on his side but we said 
we signed. We said you're using. We're using your product. You can use whatever you want from us. Well, so it, what is the problem? It, it's with a that? great point there because we in the United States have a different system and a different treatment of privacy rights, and especially when it comes to our personal data yeah. than the EU. The EU takes a more individual right standpoint. You probably heard about this GDPR, sure. General Data Protection yeah. Regulation. I'm doing a lot of work with that legally right now, and I will tell you that from their standpoint. You heard it here, but don't hold me to it. But Europe actually got this right. I I actually have always agreed that this is something that we need more control over. But since the very beginnings of when I first started dealing with data privacy on the web, our our use in the United States was always a a focus on, hey, you get to opt out. We're going to use it, but you can choose to opt out. We'll give you notice. We'll give you all these. You will get your consent with respect to certain uses and certain things we can use it for, et cetera, and so forth. It's a very different paradigm. I don't think that paradigm's going to work as technology keeps evolving. That's what I'm worried about. You're right. We've given some of that. But here's my criticism, and there are many of Facebook, but um, even myself, who has dealt with Facebook, I've read through their terms and conditions. It was not You're the one. Believe No, I did not write them. (laughs) Just saying, not me. Um, Although they're very good. The the problem was actually drilling down to address your privacy rights and what third parties can look at, etc. Since Cambridge Analytica and that whole fiasco happened with them, it became a lot easier. They made that easier to do, but it's not perfect. And we have, we have made a decision as a society to say, hey, I'm okay with giving up some of my privacy, but now people are starting to wake up. And uh, part of it I saw just from this this tipping point was the Cambridge analytical matter with, really? with Facebook. I think there was a tipping point there where people said, well, wait a minute, what do you mean you're using it like that? I know a lot of people are not reading those terms and, and they're sure. just clicking on I agree. I just want to be able to take the picture. That was my <laughs> no, point to begin with. Exactly. Look, I, I, yes, yes, you yes, can look at please. my pictures on my phone. I just want to take a picture of my kid. And some of it is, I, I, I get, and it's okay, for instance, part of their own facial recognition technology, which you can opt into using and tagging friends, etc. There's a nice use. If you're using Facebook, you can choose to say, hey, you can recognize me, recognize my closest friends who are the people who, you know, you see me um, uh, interacting with most through my through my you know page. And from there, I'm OK with that. And I don't have a problem with Facebook Barely. outlining it. Yeah, Barely. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but I don't have a problem with that. I think most people don't. Yeah. It's the fact that how will that be used? Are they going to now compile, which is although their their data Database, so I don't have a lot of information on it. They haven't participated in certain studies that I'm aware of because it's their tech yeah, no and they're kidding. keeping they it close best. Yeah. And it's reputed to be very, very good, like I rivaling Google's. And I would absolutely agree with that. But if they're going to create this database of faces, are they going to commercialize it the way Amazon is trying to commercialize recognition? And how are they going to do that? Because let's be honest, we've seen it through and through, Facebook's trying to make money. Sure, that's, and that's I don't their blame deal. Them for making money, that's it's their just deal. And that's, how, how that are was they my, doing that? That was my deal with him selling all the data, right? Agreed. I mean, we've, Agreed. we've we've okayed it. So, yeah, he's going to try to monetize yeah. it now with these databases. And maybe I'm jumping ahead a little bit, but with these databases, so they're trying to make money now. Okay, so let's say I want to. One of the problems originally with the facial recognition in Florida when I was there was mm-hmm. that the database wasn't big enough right it wasn't big enough right so now we have uh we have uh technology that's able to have other law enforcement 
be in one database. They can all right. they can all access this one big database one, or cross linking them. Right. I mean, we're getting at that point where now they're trying to get them to talk to each other and do other things. So yeah, you're right. Okay. We're getting a larger and larger so data set. Do is it is it okay to sell it to law enforcement? Is is this law is law enforcement saying, hey, we're not going to buy it. You're going to give it to us. Wow, that's a great that's that's a great question there. Um, from right now and the, from what I can tell, we have larger databases, but guess what? Lo and behold, the facial recognition is not working so well on the very large databases. When you're talking yeah. about 10,000 to 20,000 faces, so many are it so might be alike. okay. Yeah, but when you have other, what they'll call disruptors put in there, which would be other, other faces, and then you have a million faces, uh, quite, uh, there was a University of Washington study on this recently. Um, it, it's not working all too well. That's true. That doesn't really surprise me. I mean, people change their looks all the time, right? Correct. Change their looks with drugs. Absolutely. Uh, with, with on purpose. Uh, so it's the same face, but a different look. And remember, look. It, when we're talking about this type of analysis and facial scanning, I mean, there's different types of technologies here. But unlike Apple's face, face ID, which is actually putting 30,000 infrared points 3D mapping your face, you now have two-dimensional images that most of these these databases are using. And some of them are not necessarily a perfect view up front. It's profile views, three-quarter right. views, things like that. And that is not the easiest thing to do. Are we going to get better with it very quickly? Well, sure Absolutely, of because of AI. And the, the artificial intelligence that can go and learn from all these images, it will proceed very, very, very quickly to become very, very, very accurate. I do believe that. Yeah. So, uh, so... What are you? What what's the biggest problem right now with the facial recognition? Well, other than uh, you know, I know you talked about being able to you know when you start getting a larger database, then the failure rate is going to you know exponentially explode on that as well. Well, there's a there is an apparent, and I've just seen this from some commentators and other articles that I've seen out there. There is an ostensible gender bias and a sensible racial bias in some of these these uh, programs. You know what that is. It's not that the program knows or, oh, my gosh, these race, racist people are programming. Right. It's not. When you're looking at the eyes and the nose and the mouth, which are the predominant areas, there are certain things like depending on certain skin tones and certain spacing that for certain types of uh, certain types of, of people, certain races, uh, the programs are seeming to have a harder time with hmm. that will resolve itself. But that right now, it, it seems to be a little bit of a problem, at least with some. The The other issue that I have is obviously it's not necessarily accurate. Let's let's use a hypothetical here. I realize I might be jumping ahead with this, but we've talked about how quickly technology will catch up and allow these databases well, we've seen to it. truth. We we've have. Seen, we've you, already you, witnessed you're it. You're right. You're right. And let's, you know, I, I don't want to single out Amazon's recognition, although there's been a lot of writing on that. L- let's look at this right now. It's not that accurate. And even if you're 92% accurate, that's, that's not a lot of people. There's that a lot of people window. there. So what happens if, in fact, there's a camera that is a government camera on this one area that there's been a lot of different crime, let's say, in, in, in my town that I live in? And then lo and behold, that recognition software somehow tags me as being present in that area when I wasn't because there was an error by that recognition. And now I'm being brought into a police investigation that I shouldn't be brought into in the first place, not because of some really good hard shoe leather work by detectives, right. but because some piece of software somewhere said, hey, I was there at this time. And, and now we, I have to burn a proof. Right. That's what I'm saying. Now, since we, now since, we, have, since we have in the past three years, maybe four, we've now turned the innocent until proven guilty into uh, guilty until you prove mm-hmm. yourself innocent, You know, it's a which great, is 
agonizing to me. It's 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 an interesting it's an interesting point, and this is where I've been quite vocal over the last, especially last five years in my writings and my speeches, where I, I'm very concerned. I, I, and some judges have begun listening to me with respect to touch ID and face ID, and not compelling someone uh, broadly without a warrant to be able to open up that phone. They're saying, "Wait a minute! It's not about you know being able to identify that this is you. It's about what can you get to and what's on that that might be outside the scope of your authority or scope of any warrant." Ah, we won't look at that. <laughs> what are you talking about? Think you about crazy? that. But think about that in the terms of facial recognition now. And and that's where, you know, I've we've talked about this earlier. I, I'm worried about the law by its very nature moves slower. Our common law system does not move as quickly, even near as quickly as technology, which is like Moore's law with, with used, computer I mean, chips, you know, used to be a good thing. I mean, it's, it's it, a hard, it is a good thing, but it, it is. It, but it's a difficult thing when it comes to technology, because now when when this right We're to privacy, which exactly this behind. right to privacy, which is not read the Constitution, folks, read the Bill of Rights. Right to privacy is not in there. It was construed by the Supreme Court from certain first, fourth, fifth, sixth and 14th amendments. So now we're looking at this from the context of what used to be a good thing with technology is now more difficult. And now what might have been the rationale of a court regarding recently a few years ago, thankfully, I think it was U.S. versus Jones. The Supreme Court said, hey, government, you can't run up to somebody's car and throw a GPS device on it without a warrant. That's a good thing. But look how long it took to get to that point. And now, what about official recognition? But, they still, this, but, but again, case, okay, so you can't, and I want to pause for just yeah. a second now. We can't do that without a warrant. However, if they feel we were giving them a little, a little wide berth on that, as well as, well, I've got probable cause. Well, yes. Okay, so yes. I can put that GPS yes. on because I've, I've got probable cause. I know I don't have a warrant, but I've right. got probable cause. Right. And I, again, uh, yeah, I, I totally agree with that. Where, where I was trying to direct this and where we're going is, you know, the government can do certain things when it shows a compelling yeah. state interest. What if when it comes to the facial recognition and the database that might be created by all these cameras in a city that over time it's getting better and better sure and recognizing is. all these people and there's, they're showing through their own statistics that, hey, it's reducing crime because we're seeing this stuff and we want to have your picture on there and we're doing all these things with these databases and we have a compelling state interest to do that now because they can reduce crime. Where my problem is, when you have an Amazon or Facebook give their database to law enforcement, mm. where's our check and balance on law enforcement's use of that? I, I'm not uh, some conspiracy theorist that doesn't trust the government. I'm saying there's a check and balance that needs to be there. That's what the Fourth Amendment and Fifth Amendment does and Sixth Amendment in our system. Fourth Amendment, unreasonable search and seizures. Miranda, Fifth Amendment, you know, that I'm not going to sit here and say something that will criminate myself. Or Sixth Amendment, where I get to face my accuser. Uh, I get to face my AI. I mean, right. you see what I'm saying? What I mean, is that? And, and I, it gets me concerned that the law needs to catch up just as I've been an advocate for having more control over our own privacy rights and the data that's collected from us. It's not that you can take a picture of my face. It's how you're going to use that. That's mm-hmm. my concern. And we're already seeing that uh, we're already seeing that people are manipulating other people's faces. Yes, they are uh, on the Internet to Great make them do point. things that uh, make them things you have oh, no idea. It's it's scarier, Jeff. There is a program out there that um, I believe it was through the open AI. That's Elon Musk is one of the people behind this. Um, it's so scary. Good at creating a person's face. They don't they're not releasing those components of the platform because it could literally they showed some pictures and you would swear that's an actual picture of a person. But that person that looks so real does not exist. I mean, not only are we are we taking over someone's uh, someone's person. Now we're just creating another. We could. 
I mean, it is the when I looked at that immediately, my mind jumped forward to all the legal issues I'll be doing dealing with when it comes to misappropriation of a name or likeness that some might use on a commercial. It's like I, I, that wasn't even me. I didn't even film that. No, they created that from their programming. I mean, it's um, did your wife decide that you were going to go on another vacation with the money you're going to make <laughs> yeah, from this already? Right. Or? <laughs> Very interesting. I didn't even think of that. Thanks for putting that in my mind. Um, but it's really, it's it's really to me. Um, I hope it's not taken the wrong way. It's fascinating to me to watch how technology does this, but it also scares me because I've been dealing with the law long enough now as a practitioner to realize that we need to be a little bit more proactive. And that's why I've become more vocal on certain things and realize some might take heat for, and some people agree or disagree. It's not that I'm right. I'm, pushing forward the the conversation we need to do that well so when you say become proactive you know that's easy to say yeah uh and really it's easy to do but it's not easy to do right, right. i mean because we all want the convenience that's there You're right with these whatever it is i mean i, I want do i do i want the same day delivery from amazon to my house when i need toothpaste you're damn right i do i that's want right I, yeah we need toothpaste great point I'm at the door. Okay, thank you. Awesome. But, you know, so, yes, I want that. But I also don't want Amazon using my likeness for whatever they want to use it for. Exactly right. I mean, at the very least, it needs to outline very clearly, very easily for someone that can actually read something simply. Say, hey, we're we're using your face for this, 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 and that. If you're okay with it, you could say yes, but it should be we can use it for this, but not that kind of like GDPR is for a certain, I can have a right to be forgotten under that European law. I could say you have to erase all of my information company. I don't want you to keep it anymore. Do and we think, to me. Okay. And, 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 and I, I love that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but do we think that, do we buy that that's going to happen? I don't, you know why? Because I think, I think the Pandora's box has been opened. I really do. And I think when it comes to, we'll be able to rein in certain elements, but we are, our hands are tied for how we began with the internet, with allowing um, these companies to gather all this information under the guise of an opt-out, which of course most people never did. Right. I mean, how many of us, I write terms of use and privacy policies, and I hate to admit it, but sometimes I'm like, I'm just not, I very, click through it, I agree. Very my Apple is my greatest one. Oh, it's updated my thing. Do you agree? Yes, I agree. You yeah, know, it's course. an Apple phone, so, so be it. And virtually everybody I does, know. and they know that. And even with the GDPR now, where you're required to have some of these, you should see how how some of these companies are architecting. You know, when you read something from Daily Mail here in the U.S., they'll say, hey, you know, we have, you know, a new law and you have to manage manage these things. And now you have to go through and you have to check off these things or not check off. And it becomes a hassle when it's so yeah. easy to just say, OK, and get to your article that yeah. you want to read or spend five minutes trying to go through everything right. to say, don't don't you know use this. But you're OK with this and not that. Most people, again, are not going to do just that. Just want to read the article. That's exactly. Just, just please stop. The, this stuff, the I get it. And and what's happened is, is that in a way now it's become because of the allure of the service or the goods that we can get. You know, I'm a proud Prime member. I get it. It's a wonderful service. <laughs> but at the same time, you know, we have now had this carrot dangled in front of us that we've now become used to chewing on. Mm-hmm. We've caught it and chew on it. And don't mind that that carrot's leading us down an area that we might not want to go. And that's why I try to I think to maybe in the back of my mind, we still think we have, to. we are going to be able to stop it, right? Yeah, gonna, I think, I think, oh yeah, it's not when as I bad get, as When I get to saying. the cliff, I'll be able to stop. I guarantee you that there are members of your audience here be like, oh, Tom's just being, he's just being really a hard reactor. Jeff, Tom, you're, you guys are wrong. I respect that, but I'm just telling you because I've seen the evolution in the last 21 or so years that I've been dealing with data privacy and, and data security. 
Um, you know, I dealt as an engineer before I became a lawyer. I dealt with virus on a trading floor. I mean, I've, I've dealt with this stuff for a long, long time. And it's beginning to scare me because the tech is, is proceeding so quickly. I just don't know how we, how we close that box again. So we're talking to uh, Tom Kulik, uh, an, an attorney at law, Esquire. Uh, who uh, have you, do you have the Esquire sign? Hanging I do outside? not. I got oh, rid of the Esquire sign, my friend. Man, no, you no, no, have no. let Just, me down. No, I'm I don't sorry. Even, I don't even know why I'm talking. Uh, but to I, you. you know, to make you feel better, I think I do have a business card holder on my desk that I got from my aunt when I had uh, become a member of the bar that does have the ESQ on it. So there you go. Yeah. Maybe I'll let that one go. So we're talking a little bit about, uh, uh, you know, AI and facial recognition and where we're headed, uh, you know, in the future and and really focusing on uh, facial recognition. So many uh, so many things uh, that we do in today's world, um, you know, take our picture and they they're going to use it for whatever they're going to use it for. And I don't know what's the number one thing people can do proactively okay to maybe put a pause on their face being used for whatever well that's that's a fantastic question the one thing you're not going to be able to do is hide i mean i guess you can you could put on a wig and a mustache and beard or a burka going down the street so those cameras don't get you but ultimately i think foil hat will a foil hat you know uh, maybe you know, it's a great, great point. Um, that might work. Um, although that goes into a whole conspiracy theory that we should probably not yeah, talk no, about. We don't need to but go down I that think road. Um, from Facebook, for instance, where you might be using any type of system that might be recognizing photos that you've uploaded to it or whatnot, I would strongly encourage Facebook's, believe it or not, as much as I criticize it at times, it has gotten better with you being able to say, hey, this is how we're going to use that. And it's gotten r- relatively good. Go through it. Just don't take it for granted. Opt out of it. You don't want it used. Just say, sorry, don't try to map my face to any of my friends or any of that stuff. Don't try to auto tag me. Leave that out. And they will do that, uh, ostensibly. Right. They're saying they're right, doing right, that. Right. And I will trust them at their word that they will do that because they've taken enough at heat. Least in the front of, at least in the it. front of the store, they're not exactly doing Exactly right. Yeah. Exactly correct. Um, that is one thing that I would encourage anyone to do. And that's, I think, and you can do that with important. all the social media accounts. Correct. Really. I mean, Twitter, correct. Twitter, Instagram, Instagram which is Facebook. I mean, but yes. they have the, they yes. have the same. Uh, I was surprised when I heard an interview with uh, at Jack uh, mm-hmm. and he was saying, well, we have that. You just have to go in and, and check, you know, opt that out. And I was thinking, I didn't know that. And, and, you know, they're not they're not advertising that. But if you go and actually read some of the terms like here's our privacy policy and some of them be not nicely written, not legalese. And you're like, oh, oh, I can do that. And most yeah. people don't even realize that. So I like in Facebook, take take the little they have a little privacy test portion of that that you can take and it'll, it'll drill you down to some of the various ways that they use your data. I encourage and have been for some time encouraging people to take control of that on all their social media. But when it comes to we're at such an early stage on facial rec, I tell people don't worry so much about your Apple Face ID. That is that is um, basically creates a My mathematical Microsoft expression. Face yeah, ID. Yeah. Because most of these actually create a mathematical expression that's then encrypted and saved on your device. It's not saved on the cloud or elsewhere. It's not something that can be decrypted. But it's just used really as a true biometric to open your device. And so that I don't worry as much as about. Although those don't work perfectly either. Was just of not. Yeah. just uh, this past week on on media talking about how you know uh, a mother and her ten year old son. She was all happy because she got this new you know Face ID. And it says, son, you're not going to be able to open it anymore. And he goes and he takes it and he looked at it and it opened right up. Ah. And it turned out to have something to do with, um, you know, again, it's not perfect. Although lighting's not an issue. It's sometimes the amount of light or the direction of sunlight on the lens can create problems. So That's she was great. able to duplicate and like fix it. And it showed that. So again, nothing's perfect. But um, right now it's a little hard outside of what I just said to be proactive yeah. with it. Uh, unless, you know, I mean, especially outside. Again, the government has a right. 
Uh, this building, which has security cameras around it, they has Wait, a right we do? to do that. <laughs> At least I saw some. Yeah, <laughs> Were those just for me? <laughs> you guys knew I was coming. There's plenty. Um, but you know, that's some way that you can be a bit proactive and you know, just try to stay abreast of when you read things about this. There are a lot of people now that are starting to talk about. Oh, wait a minute. This stuff is being used in ways that we didn't really think about. And so, you know, uh, again, um, try to try to keep abreast of that. Any social media you're using, um, look for news on that or anything that talks about their use of facial rec. Facebook's obscenely quiet about this right now. And I think it's because they don't want to give away how they want to use this. Like you said, they're right. good in the front of the store, but I'm really worried about the back right. of the store. I really well, I mean, there was a it's an article. I haven't even read it yet, but I saw the headline of Zuckerberg was getting in trouble. I, I briefly mentioned it. You know about what? You're right. I saw there. that. I saw that article and something about how he was using some of the data yeah. to punish some of his competitors, yeah. etc. Haven't read it and yet. Look, but I look, that's what he's in business you know, for. I, I know. I, I, it's hard for me to oddly enough, to yeah, be really angry right. about that because, because, as I said, we said, yeah, sure, go look, ahead. My, use it. my criticism is not with them making money. This is a capitalist system. Good for them. What I don't want to happen is they're doing it in a way that's that's not open. They're doing it in a way. So that's what not- happens when, let's say, uh, you know, Facebook and Twitter went before um, the United States government and said, "Hey, we're a platform." Yep. And we uh, we don't want to be able to be sued by uh, people that are using us because we're a platform. And so we want to let everybody have their say, Mm -hmm. only they're not doing that. They're they're not really doing that. So what happens when we take that away? And I don't... Doubt we're going to take that I away. Agree. I, 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 I probably I, the government is going to say, "Well, we'll just just come into our fold and regulate." You them know, some more. and and it's those things that we don't see that you and I both know are probably happening. And that some of that is, "Hey, look at the great facial database that we have, and boy, this could be really helpful to you guys. And right. why don't you use this for your law enforcement purposes? Because you have a great interest in being able to reduce crime, etc. And here, you just pay us X or." God forbid. It if might we be, could just access the have. NSA database <laughs> to share well, with with ours. What, what, what actually, I'm thinking even further ahead. What's scary for me is it makes sense that these databases will not be alone. They'll cross-link. They'll and you won't just have this all, all, all overriding database, although that might happen. It's the interoperability and the interaction of that that will create other ways that this could be used that's beyond the digital advertising and beyond the facial recognition for law enforcement that we're talking about. We probably haven't even dreamed up some of the ways that this will be used yet. For instance, uh, this one came to my mind the other day. I'm walking up to my car, and my car automatically opens. Why? Because the right. camera looked at my face. You know, but now, um, you know, again, as I said, we. Oh, because you had the the key fob in your pocket. You know, but that's actually going to go. That's uh, again, just like the keys have gone by the wayside. (laughs) I think the fob will, too, because what are we? I'm walking identifier right now. I, I, I just am. And even facial recognition is getting even more. Um, this is happening right now. There are testing systems that don't just try to map ge- geometric points. They're actually getting the res- resolution so good. It's it's actually mapping the pores on your face. And so it's it, they're saying that it'll be so accurate. It could actually tell the difference between twins. And so wow. that's pretty powerful. Now imagine the power. They probably of don't that. have a fat guy face once. So I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. <laughs> but I tell you, it's uh, it just shows the power of the technology. And now, what does it do to how we're being used? Like my big issue here, just as it was with Touch ID and Face ID, and the government being able to open a phone without a warrant, unless they had, of course, probable yeah, of cause. Course, yeah. We we understand that. But it's now how that can be used. Where you know, I saw this with toll tags, where they can see where I was going through tolls at a certain point, but. Now 
now everywhere I walk and everywhere I go, you can now, because of cameras, map what I've done over the span of an entire day. And okay, how is that being used? Yeah. How will that then, uh, someone want to grab that? Oh, law enforcement, look at you guys, you're doing this. And of course, governments are always looking for more money. Look, so we, they're going to license believe, that We believe them. you were here. Yeah. Let us have access to your phone so right. that we know exactly where you were. Exactly. And you can prove to us that you weren't there. Which, is not the way the law should work, is it? It really no, isn't. No, That's it is not, not my it burden, is isn't it? not supposed to be that way, right? We flipped that completely. Yeah. In the last, I mean, for sure, the last three or four years, we've that has just flipped on its head. You know, it's, it's, it's interesting to watch when you look at the composition, especially now of the Supreme Court. And I was cur- encouraged by the Jones decision and Carpenter and others that were basically saying, no, 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 this Fourth Amendment check is an important check. We have to have that here. No unreasonable searches and seizures. But when it comes to our privacy, you know, I don't have a Fourth Amendment. I've got what is a construed over time through common law. And that Although I'm grateful that we have that, that's a pretty tenuous thread to be on. Mm-hmm. You know, it really is when you think about it. And there's nothing that I'm not interpreting a statute that says X. I'm interpreting prior decisions. Uh, Griswold versus Connecticut, which talked about this penumbra of rights and our right to privacy, was in 1966. Wow. It's a pretty long time ago. Long time think ago. Think about that. And that's we, one of the foundations so of our changed, privacy. So much has exactly dramatically right. Exactly right. Then. And see, that is, you'll see more, I think, really over this next 10 years, especially more so, more decisions talking about this and parsing this. And I applaud that because we need to catch up and we have to look at this through this technological lens now. It's not a matter of whether you identify me by my face or my fingerprint. It's now a matter of what are you doing with that data to track who, who what am I doing and where am I going? And that that's worse than Orwellian. It really is. And they'll, and, you know, look, their argument is going to be right now. You tell me, you know, their argument is going to be, well, will these people over here are going to be able to use it? Oh, yeah. That's These right. people over here are going to be right. you. Just, it's just us. You're right. It's just us. We'll You're be right. fine. Oh, don't worry. Don't worry. And, and my point is, that's wonderful in face value, but where's my check and balance on that? You've got a try. You know, I have oh, Congress, me. the president, believe the judiciary. But you got to believe me, Tom. Believe Don't me, believe fine. me. Uh, you know, this this department, Orlando Police Department, is going to be fine using this. You just right. got to believe us. Where's my check and balance? Well, you got a Fourth Amendment balance, really? No, really? you don't. <laughs> you know, I, I'd like I'd like something at the forefront rather than have to rely on this getting through a court to say X. I would like a better check and balance on that. Maybe it would be my control over that to say, you know, there's certain things you as a government will be able to do, but now you can't have my picture in a commercialized database. Sorry, guys. You can't take your database and they'll sell that back to Amazon or back to Facebook for them to improve their algorithms and their deep right. scan. Well, oh, we won't sorry. use it. It'll be almost uh, now as far as facial recognition. Um, it's there. There'll be... Uh, you know, there'll be kind of a backdoor in too, right? Like with the, the DNA test, right? How they're right. catching bad guys with the DNA test. We don't have your DNA, but we right. go about it through the back door with uh, family members. That's and because exactly of right. that, well, we've got this. Oh, that links you to this. You'd be surprised how many people don't recognize that when you look at the terms that they give you for doing that that DNA, you don't recognize that 23andMe, Ancestry.com all say, we can use this data for our own commercial purposes. And they take that data and share it with law enforcement. Now, I think they also, but I, and to be fair, and I'm not, 23andMe is a sponsor here at the network, yeah. but I think that they also have give you an opt out on that do. too. Do they not? And yes. you know what? I applaud them for that. Because from from my standpoint, when you're using any of those services, that was what I'm talking about with Facebook. I talked right. about with Amazon. Give let me know and let me make that decision. Right. And that's that's fantastic. That's the best that we that's can. That's probably do. the number one thing that I we think can, it is. We can absolutely. focus on right. And if you if you tell especially me that, in I'm world. fine with that. That's absolutely. I think that's the most that we can ask for. But unfortunately, that's not what's happening with a lot of things. Tom Kulik. Uh, 
Esquire here in uh, here in the Metro. You're gonna come to my office and just see that play, aren't you? <laughs> I really appreciate you coming by. I, I'm fascinated. I could be here the rest of well, the Jeffrey, day. Well, Jeffrey, it's a real pleasure. Um, Thank you so much for having me on. If really there's anything it. that we need to uh, cover uh, more than this, always, um, always, anything that's dealing with the intersection of law and technology with our lives, and especially with business, it's what I do every day as a lawyer. So. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Uh, it's got to be fascinating. It's fun stuff. Keeps me keeps me awake at night, sadly. Uh, <laughs> but that's a good thing. I believe I enjoy that. What I do. No kidding. Thanks, Tom. I appreciate it. My pleasure. And thank you for spending a little time with me on uh, Saturday. I appreciate it. It was fascinating. Uh, very interesting conversation. I hope to have more of those for you uh, as uh, some extra some extra podcasts here on Chewing the Fat. For those of you that are subscribers, uh, now would be a good time for you to rate and review. Uh, 20 stars, best podcast ever. And then share it with either a friend or someone you don't like. It doesn't matter. Just share it and say, hey, thinking of you, you should subscribe. If you're listening to this and you're not a subscriber, why not? Subscribe. I mean, every podcast needs subscribers. This one needs them more than any others. So be sure to subscribe. It's available wherever free podcasts are sold. I don't know what more I can do for you. Oh,